Celebrating 50 years, ASCP is a membership organization of senior care pharmacists. Our mission is to promote healthy aging by empowering pharmacists with education, resources, and innovative opportunities. Learn more at ASCP.com. ASCP, experts in medication management, improving the lives of older adults. Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to Senior RX Radio, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Senior RX Radio is brought to you by the American Society of Consultant Pharmacists, the ASCP. ASCP is devoted to optimal medication management and improved health care outcomes for older adults. Learn more at our website, ASCP.com. Welcome to Pharmacy Podcast, Senior RX Radio. I'm one of your co-hosts, hijacking the mic, Erin Albert. I have four phenomenal women with me here today, and we're going to kick it off by introducing them. So, Joanne, let's start with you. Uh, yes, hello. My name is Joanne Hirschfield, and I am the president of ASCP. We do have an incredible group here, and we're going to talk to you about women in pharmacy. I'd first like to introduce Amanda. Hello, my name is Amanda Loomis, and I am a P3 pharmacy student at the University of Rhode Island. Hello, I'm Jan Allen. I'm a past president of ASCP and currently the vice president of pharmacy services for Sava Senior Care Pharmacy. Hello, my name is Michelle Lamb. I'm a consulting pharmacist with Pharmacy Consultant Services of America. I've been working in this role for about two years. All right, ladies, so I'd love to start with a question that I've asked all of my guests on my own podcast, also part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. How did you get to where you are today in your career? And Joanne, I'll throw it back over to you. All right. Well, I started delivering medications for my father, who had a pharmacy, when I was a little girl. And we started servicing nursing homes actually in the 1950s, well before there were any regulations to do so. So I started delivering medications. Nursing homes were not as they are now. I remember going in and I used to kind of hold my nose without people seeing what I was doing. Um, But since then, which was quite a few years ago, ended up going to college to study pharmacy. Um, My father got very interested in long-term care um, well before, again, there were regulations. Um, And when I went back to work in the family business, we were servicing nursing homes, prisons, assisted living, and so on. So it was a family business. Um, My grandfather was a pharmacist. My uncle was a pharmacist. And it just was the natural thing to do. Um, So again, this is Amanda Loomis. And I got kind of started in geriatrics um, on accident. Dr. Erica Estes is a professor of mine, and she had suggested doing this uh, program called Cyber Seniors for one of my requirements. And I figured I'd get it out of the way, just check off another box. Um, I actually had stated in my interview to get into pharmacy school that I was a, I didn't know what I wanted to do because everything's so amazing, and there's so many different areas of pharmacy that you can go into. But I was 100% sure I didn't want to do geriatrics. And um, so after doing Cyber Seniors, 
years, I absolutely fell in love with it, and I've been a part of ASCP for a few years now, and I, I came to the meeting last year, so I've just been trying to grow and develop in the field and really um, learn more about how I can be a better pharmacist in the future. And this is JM. I um, started in pharmacy school because of a local retail pharmacist that was incredibly helpful when I had a science project. And I didn't have anybody in my family that, like Joanne that was a pharmacist, but he was very influential. So I went into pharmacy school just assuming that I was going to do retail. But I was one of those poor, starving pharmacy students who had to work full-time. And I got a job with Larry Ship in a long-term care pharmacy. So after graduation, I, um, I went to work at retail for a while. I did hospital for a year. I had the opportunity to get back in long-term care and jumped on it. So it's, it's been quite a career. I've done a little bit of everything, opening these pharmacies, running them. Moving them into home health, doing some um, work with, with GeriMed, and, and now actually being on the nursing home side is very interesting, too, because my role with the pharmacies is so different, and it's, it's a great role. Thank you. Hi, this is Michelle. I have to admit that my interest in geriatric pharmacy started out my first year of college and was very much inspired by CSI Miami. I loved the show, I loved everything about Florida, and I thought, if I want to live there, perhaps I should pick a geriatric track. It looked like a great place to find some wonderful residents and patients to help. Uh, things change. In pharmacy school, your eyes open a little bit. Uh, when I graduated, I was actually invited to apply for a faculty job, which I enjoyed for four to five years until our small satellite campus closed. I then worked part-time in pediatric and patient behavioral health, which is a wild ride every day. After a year or so, I thought I wanted to do full-time work and came across my current position as a consulting pharmacist through a listserv. Every single job I have had has been so different and so interesting, and I loved them all, but I truly enjoy my current position. Every day is different, and I make a big difference in patients' lives. All right, ladies. So today, um, one of the most exciting things we participated in was the women's forum that we held. I know this is one of your presidential initiatives, so can you share with us a little bit more about it, what happened in the room? I heard amazing things about it when I stepped out of the room, actually. So share a little bit about the initiatives of the group and moving forward, what the group is going to work toward. Okay, thanks. Um, this actually started with our former CEO, Frank Grosso. He put me in touch with a young lady, Eden Seltzer, who heads up the Cardinals Women's Leadership Group. And just after speaking to her, I thought, God, this is such a great thing for us to do at ASCP. So I got in touch with Jan Allen, who agreed to head up this group. The initiative is to bring women together to talk about the resources that ASCP currently provides and what else can we provide to help them move into leadership roles, you know, whether it be for a corporation, whether it be pharmacy ownership. You know, it's interesting, so many women are pharmacists. I think the percentage is probably even a little bit more than men currently um, coming out of school. But when you see the leadership positions, you see who owns the pharmacies, it typically is not a woman. 
I mean, I think my situation was different because I grew up in a, in a family business, so it was a natural progression. But women need the confidence, they need the tools, and that's what we hope that this leadership group will provide. Quite honestly, I was amazingly surprised today when we had so much participation and the, and the excitement in that room was really made us all realize how important this, this initiative is. Joanne's vision for starting this is going to be incredible for ASCP and for all of the members. So mentoring was talked about over and over and over, and the number of young women who were really looking for and needing a mentor. So that's certainly going to be one of the main things that we put together as a very formalized mentorship program. So um, the mentorship program was brought up several times today. Great ideas there. Moving forward, what is your goal in terms of formalizing this with the committee? I know there was a lot of buzz in the room. We literally were dragging chairs into the room because we were so at capacity, which is a great problem to have. So Joanne, can, can you share with us a little bit more about the mentoring program specifically? Yeah, we had um, we had quite a discussion about the mentoring program. You know, we talked not just about mentors, but mentees. And we talked about setting up something, someone called it like eHarmony for mentors. Um, you know, ma- matching up people. You know, and we talked about, uh, you know, show actually putting some kind of profile of everybody that was at the group on some kind of a website or, you know, some kind of a program, whether it be through ASCP or not. But, you know, having their profiles and trying to set up some kind of a, you know, a really professional matching type of situation. Um, You know, too, you know, we talk about women, but someone brought up the point about May ambassadors. Is that the right term? You know, we don't want to preclude our gentlemen from this group. You know, we want not only to teach women how to be leaders, but we want to teach men how to help women be leaders and to accept women as leaders. So I, I think that's, that was a really important point that came up. You know, and two, from the student perspective, you had, Amanda had such a good point about that. Do you remember? Yeah, I as coming into it as a student, I believe I was the, the only student who attended actually. Um, but I'm I'm incredibly passionate about the field, and I don't want to just grow as a pharmacy uh, professional, but also I want to help others um, grow too, so that we can have that leadership and really own our intelligence and what we're learning and our role in patient care. And so I, I loved a lot of discussions were about um, creating specific topics to discuss uh, to really help young professionals develop themselves and the women um, as leaders in particular. And so um, one of the things that I had suggested was talking about how to actually enter the profession with confidence because you know, I'm. I may not be starting my own business right away. If that's something that will probably take a little while, if it's in my my um, career goals. But um, we need to know how to actually approach entering the workforce, and and not just being with other classmates, but actual practitioners, whether that be doctors or um, anyone else, really. And and having the confidence as a woman 
to say what you know is correct and, and give advice and um, really be able to put your best foot forward when it comes to patient care. And Michelle, you're early in your career. Can you speak about what you wanted to get out of the room and in terms of a mentorship program, maybe what the goals you'd like to see out of Certainly. So many of my pharmacy colleagues often tell me how lucky I am to have a job as a consulting pharmacist, and I agree. But one of my favorite sayings is, luck is what happens when hard work meets opportunity. And I feel that this group will really help focus my efforts, my professional development efforts, into networking. And really, even a book club has been discussed today, which would be wonderful. And also just the opportunity to meet other women, other pharmacy leaders, and the term ambassadors, people that are supporting the careers of new practitioners in consulting pharmacy. So beyond the women's section today, just out of curiosity, we're here on the exhibit floor. It just opened up. A lot of buzz, a lot of traffic. Um, Ladies, thus far, what's been your favorite part about the annual meeting? Um, This is Joanne, and I can certainly speak to that. Um, This is when we come to these meetings. It's like old homes week primarily. Secondarily, it is such a professional kick in the pants because you learn so much. You know, you come away from these meetings with so much enthusiasm. You know, and you come away with things that you're going to take home to start doing in your profession. So that's what it was for me. And, and I think it's important, too, that you get things that you can start working with tomorrow. It's, it's not just five years down the road, this, is, this, this will be helpful for me. It's people that you will probably talk to again next week. It's people that, that are going to be important in your life forever, and it's things you can do now. So what I really loved about love about the meeting is just being surrounded by so many people who are just as passionate as I am. And I think as a student, we can get quite wrapped up in the stress of exams and Pharmacy school is a bit intense, so it can be stressful, but um, coming here always reminds me why it is that I'm, I'm going to be a pharmacist and um, gives me ideas to bring back to my student chapter, too, about how to be more involved and, as we were talking about in the, the committee today, um, how to make myself a better leader and, and help my peers do the same. So, honestly, just sharing that passion with so many people and kind of re-stabilizing why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing uh, has been my favorite part several favorites. One of them started last night at the awards ceremony where I was so inspired by the consulting pharmacists and the work that they do. I'm meeting people from all over the country and I tell them, feel my goosebumps. They're happening. This is happening. Look at what we can do in our field. And then also, I have to admit, this moment right now to just come into this podcast booth and meet the leaders and the future of our career. I'm so honored. So with that, with with the two gals that we are lucky enough to have in the room here, I heard there were a lot of pearls of wisdom flying around the room. So what's your best advice to these early career gals that are with us today in terms of consulting pharmacy and being women? There's several. Gosh, there's so many that came up today. You know, it's from a, from a business and professional standpoint, I love the one that, that Nancy Lasbin brought up about every day while you're at work, read 30 minutes of a, of a business, of a pharmacy-type magazine or, or some kind of pharmacy information to keep you current. And, and that's part of work, so that's a good thing. Um, I also think that, uh, you know, in the, in the program this morning and, and 
our speaker was talking about courage, and, and there's no honor without courage. And as I looked around the room today in, in that women's meeting, that the courage that was that was brought forward and and talked about and just the things that we do in our career, I, I just think that's incredible. And I, you know, and I too, I mean, there are so many things that I think are important. I mean, first of all, I think that you have to maintain excellence. You have to exceed your customer's expectation. And who are your customers? I mean, certainly it's the vulnerable elderly population, but it's the people that you work with too. You know, work with people that you like. I think that's so important. Um, you know, I think, too, one thing that I said in my talk is that, you know, be careful what you say online because it stays online. Um, a couple of other points that came out of the meeting today, too, you know, just very simple things like when you're filling out a job application and the question is, you know, what was your former salary? Don't fill it in. Just say that, you know, you're open to suggestion because if you start low, you're going to stay low forever and ever. So, you know, just just in the discussion, you know, we're getting so many, so much feedback that's so positive and so enthusiastic. And, you know, this group is really going to ignite something with the women in ASCP and hopefully the men, too. Yes, we need ambassadors, right? <laughs> right? So with that, ladies, thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. I am personally vested and excited about the Women's Initiative with ASCP. I think it's something we definitely need. All of our student ambassadors that showed up this morning were women. So we need to, you know, definitely talk about these issues. And I love that consultant pharmacy is so flexible. And I think that's one thing that a lot of younger generations are really looking for in terms of career development as well. So with that, ladies, I know you're very busy here. You've got a lot of obligations. Thank you so much for being part of the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're excited to roll out even more from your forum and women's group as we move forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Senior Rx Radio. Be sure to share this podcast with your fellow consultant pharmacists and pharmacy associates to learn more about better outcomes for older adult patients. Join us on the web at ASCP.com.